0: Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. Tonight, we're talking to Joey D., former editor-in-chief of Pulp Magazine and former guitarist of seminal local acts, Sky Church and Tolerant, Moig, and currently of Alex in Wonderland. He also hosts a radio show called Adults Only on Jam 88.3 and co-hosts a horror pop culture podcast, Kill the Lights. Welcome to the show, Joey.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so getting right to it, as a lifelong metal fan, like you're clearly a super metal guy. You've loved metal ever since I've met you.
1: I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ever since
0: ever. Clearly, you're attracted by the whole vibe of it, by the whole feeling of it, you know, the dark side.
1: The mythology, so the supernatural element, yeah, sure <laughs>
0: what started this fascination for you or this like attraction to these kinds of things uh,
1: well, like I always tell people, like I said a while ago, um it wasn 't really just the metal thing uh the whole the the lower mythology of it uh it was actually two things uh one is i didn 't really grow up in a regular setup, uh like my childhood was was pretty different, it was pretty unique because. Uh, we grew up in the states. Um, my first language was English, mm-hmm. and uh, I basically grew up, you know, like like any Asian American kid would grow up. Uh, you know, in the states, they tell you, "Oh, ghosts don't exist. There's no such thing." Mm. Uh, so, so it was that kind of uh, vibe at school. But at home, we were a very Filipino household. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents are Filipinos. We're all Filipinos, basically. It was just a technicality why we grew up there mm. uh, because my dad was in the military, but. Like when we'd misbehave or when we were giving our parents a hard time, they'd always try to scare us into behaving. They'd say, "Na oh, in a few years we're going to be going back to the Philippines, papa kahinggan sa aswang <laughs> or uh, like uh, bad kids in the Philippines, you know their parents don't need to spank them because may momo or may muto na, <laughs> na discipline sa kanila. So it was that kind of thing." So that was planted in my mind. I was I was still living in this. I think I was uh, I grew up, I was in kindergarten, and uh, we were not in the states anymore. We were in Okinawa, Japan. But the whole thing followed us. Uh, okay. Um, the whole the the whole mindset followed me. That if I didn't behave. Uh, a Once supernatural creature home. would come out. And, and, you know, we did have our fair share of stories back, then. we had weird stories in Okinawa because, uh, as everyone knows, you know, the, histor- the history behind Okinawa, sure, the yeah, wars yeah, yeah. that happened there, there were a few strange occurrences, but they weren't, they didn't really bother us or they didn't really play a big part okay. uh, compared to the stories that my mom would tell us. Uh, it was my mom who really scared the, the shit out of us. And um, as, as a teenager, again when we finally went back to the philippines and then i got you know i i slowly got into music and then i was noticing that hey this album cover this black sabbath album cover has like the devil on the cover and <laughs> and, and then all these uh, the al- album art well, which i totally loved i was totally obsessed with the album art but I, I was I was the biggest scaredy cat of of of, of, of hey, these album too. covers. Like I liked it. I want I I was that guy. I was that kid who was scared but was peeking with one eye <laughs> behind his hands because I was sort of intrigued by the whole thing. Because again, we grew up with uh, these stories, with all these stories, like uh, a shitload of stories. And uh, I was lucky enough to actually personally witness. Uh, a few occurrences really? of my own. yeah.
0: All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it.
1: Uh, I guess one of the earliest stories I was ever told was… Um, so, it was the 70s. My mom and my dad, they were, they were in the States. They just moved to the States. It was just them. There was no internet. You know, communication wasn't easy. So, the, basically, they were just alone, the two of them. And my dad would get deployed. He was in mm-hmm. the military. In the United States military. So, my mom would… After I was born, after my sister and I were born, it was just my mom uh, with, the two, with two kids uh-huh. and my dad would be on a boat or on a ship or wherever, military training. Um, one of the first, one of the earliest stories I remember she told me was uh, they were, you know, they had just moved to the States. Um, they were in a, you know, piece of shit apartment making ends meet. And right across the apartment, there was a morgue. Great. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is a good story. And uh she was like, Yeah, she'd be terrified of the morgue. And um, you know, you gotta remember this was like the late 70s. People like the world wasn't 24-7 yet. People yeah. were in bed by 10 PM and whatnot. <laughs> so, you know, the mood, the the setting, the the times, uh, you know, they they made for scary times. But um, I remember she was terrified being left alone in that apartment because um She said that every night at around midnight, she'd feel something cold, like brushing against her cheeks. And then the first time it happened, uh, she was really sleepy because, you know, she had two kids to take care of and and whatnot. The first night it happened, she tried to ignore it because she was just too damn sleepy. Mm -hmm. She was like, I I just need to sleep. I don't care what that Mm -hmm. is. But then it would happen for a second night. It happened for a third night. In a row? In a row, yeah. So she, I get her interest was up. What the hell is that cold thing that keeps uh, brushing up on my? Because it would brush up on her face until she just fall asleep again, like continuously. Was
0: it like caressing? Her it was face? like
1: caressing, and uh, so on the fourth or fifth night, I can't remember. She decides. Okay, if I feel it again tonight, I'm gonna fucking open my eyes and check it out.
0: She didn't used to open her eyes at all. She
1: didn't used to because she was just tired. Like, yeah. um, you know, she they didn't have a washing machine, so she'd do all the laundry by hand yeah. in, in the small tub. Yeah. And then she had to feed me and my sister, and mm-hmm. you know, my dad wasn't there, and she didn't have any friends. She no new none place, of them. Yeah. New town. So on the fourth night, or or on that night, that particular night, she decided to open her eyes. Uh, I remember what she said. She said it was a very tall Mexican-looking woman standing right beside her bed. Okay. And she was caressing her face. With
0: her hands?
1: And she was wearing all black. Oh, great. And she had this... She looked normal. She didn't look scary. But she had this sinister vibe about her. Because, you know, I mean, what the fuck? It's a lady in black. I mean, I I don't think goth was that big then. plus it would have been a lot scarier if it was an actual person that means somebody broke in right every night yeah but um no she she knew she knew what it was she okay. knew it was out of the ordinary she knew it was uh um she knew something was wrong so that happened the succeeding nights it still happened but she decided i'm not just not going to fucking open my eyes uh, <laughs> i know what it what you can it just is chill there, there then yeah you can do whatever you want this is your thing so my dad returns from deployment um and she tells my dad the stories. Of course, my dad is well, Persha. number one. He's part of the military, so you know they're trained. It's ingrained in their brains that shit like this it's not true. Lady,
0: you have cabin fever.
1: So, but uh, to to appease my mom, to 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 because he was going to be deployed again, they bought a bunch of wax figurines, uh, Saint Joseph, uh, uh, like religious, Mary, religious like st- statues, I- statues, icons, icons and whatnot. And they put it. Uh, sh- they put like two each, two at the at her. At the foot of her bed, uh-huh. uh, two uh, in my crib and two in my sister's crib. Okay. Um, and then she went about about her business. It stopped for a few days. Okay. And but uh, on uh, on after a few days, during that evening she felt it again. Mm-hmm. It was it was during maybe four days after they put the figurines, and my dad was deployed by this time, so it was just her and me and my sister. Mm. So she felt it again. She didn't open her eyes. Mm. But the following morning when she woke up, she says, uh, this is her story. She says, um, some of the figurines, they seemed melted. Okay. But they weren't candles. They were made of wax, but they weren't candles. It's not like, you know, you, the you, you lit them. Yeah. But some of them were melted. And worse, two of them, the ones at the foot of her bed. The, the heads were, seemed to be chopped off.
0: What?
1: And that's when they decided, that when my dad returned, they were like, let's move to a new apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the earliest story I heard from my mom. And she was like, you know what, That whoever that black fucking lady is, she she like tortured me for like a month. A month? Yeah, because uh, it, it, it ran that long. And, and she
0: was effectively the only adult in the house. Yeah,
1: she was the only adult in the house. She had two babies. And uh, she was like, there were certain nights she knew me and my sister were crying. And we we seemed to be bothered by something. Because it wasn't like baby crying. It was like violent crying. Like
0: something's wrong.
1: Yeah, something's wrong. So what she'd do is she'd check up on us. Yeah. But as soon as she saw that we were laying down, nothing was wrong. She'd just immediately go back to bed. Because she was like, what, they seemed to be so bothered by something. She was like, I know when a baby cries. I know the difference when a baby cries. When a baby cries. When
0: it's a food cry. And, when it's yeah, a nappy cry. She was
1: like, and and it seemed like something was like really bothering us. So my mom was like, you know, as early as you guys were babies, you know, weird shit was already <laughs> happening, <laughs> and and it was stuff that followed us. Um, okay. Because a few years later, we. We were in Okinawa. Like I like I mentioned, uh, we moved. And uh, still a lot of strange things would happen in the house. Like um, um, I remember one time we moved the house. You know, we were arranging the boxes and whatever. So you
0: were a bit older.
1: I was a bit older. I think I was in the first grade. My sister was in the second grade. It was my dad who was with us. Okay. And then my mom went to… The, uh, she went somewhere on an errand or whatever. I think to buy more boxes or to buy more tape. Hmm. And then we were watching TV. It was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And a knock, someone was knocking at the door.
0: Okay. And it was
1: my mom. Okay. And my mom was like, please open the door. Like in her voice. So we're all running to the door. And we we're like, oh, mommy's here. Yeah, yeah. Because I figured she had candy or whatever. <laughs> She'd always like have treats and whatever. And we opened the door. Again, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Three of us hear her voice. Yeah, And we open the door and no one's there. And, and that's when we realized, like, yeah, this weird thing's gonna be happening for, <laughs> for life. <laughs> for life. Yeah. And then, you know, there were there was a day when uh I don't we had an electric stove, we had an electric heater, it blew up all of a sudden, like at 4 a.m. We woke up, we had like our our boogers were black. Uh we we had like uh like our faces were like covered in 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 black and in charcoal because, it was like because of the smoky heater blew already. up. Yeah, it was all smoking, whatever. Oh four o'clock, and then uh, later on in the day, we got a long distance phone call from Manila. I think that was the day her dad died, and she was oh. like, "What time did he pass away?" And and people because there was no time difference. Yeah. they were like, "She passed away at four a.m." Well then, so my mom was like, "Oh." Well, it of course nothing is proven. It could be coincidence. I mean, but it's just strange.
0: But that's so scary because that could have potentially killed you all.
1: Exactly, but it didn't. So, yeah. but so my I think the takeaway there was maybe it's just really sending a message because you know heaters and like. Elect- Electricity, whatever that it is dangerous, but none of us were harmed. It's just that you know we had black boogers for the rest of the day and <laughs> but and and you know as as soon as they smelled the smoke, um you know we lived on base, so everything was efficient, yeah, so in fifteen minutes the electric the the base electrician was there, yeah. And you know how how in other countries everything's so efficient. Like base uh, the 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 on base technician was there. They had a fire. They had a fire uh, fire fire truck outside. They had police outside. Yeah. So you know it was taken care of. It was nothing dangerous, but definitely a message was trying to be sent. Right. So, that I mean, that was our takeaway from it. So, we were like, okay, yeah, all right. Oh, okay. Another weird Not that good, thanks. thing happening, you know. And, and, <laughs> Not you so know, much,
0: thanks. The
1: backyard, we'd, we'd hear… In
0: Okinawa still? Yeah, in
1: Okinawa, we'd hear a baby was crying what? for two hours. Um, it started at around… Uh, according to my mom, it was 1 a.m. It was crying so loud because at the back of our house was a playground. okay. It was crying so loud. Like
0: a public playground? Like a
1: public playground. Okay. And then houses were… They were spaced… They weren't too far apart from each other. But they were spaced well. Everybody had their own lawn. Everybody had their own backyard. And at the back of the backyard was the communal playground. Sure. So, it cried so loud. One, it woke me up. Uh Because I was a kid. I was… Usually, you know, kids are knocked out for the night.
0: Yeah.
1: I woke up. My sister woke up. My dad woke up. And then we could see from the window that our neighbors were waking up. Everyone was uh, like, turning, turning on, on their, their lights. porch lights and whatnot. And that was one a.m. because it was already at two two thirty a.m. The, the crying still would not stop. So finally, somebody called nine one one. And yeah. then, Because the worry there is there might be a a child. actual fucking child like at yeah. two a.m. outside. Uh, you never know what happened to the parent or yeah. whatever. So we called 911. It was a big spectacle. It was a big… Because they sent over two, two police trucks. trucks. Because, you know, we're talking about a baby. Yeah. Like a, ba- yeah, yeah, a baby yeah. can easily get into trouble, right? Or like even the neighborhood dog could do a lot of harm to a baby. So they sent over a fire truck. There was a helicopter. What? Because, you know, it was in the middle of the night. To you, search. You, you, it was a search for where is that fucking baby? And uh, they, they had fire trucks again. I mean, everything was so efficient in Okinawa. Because you were on base. You were on a military base.
0: But everybody heard it.
1: Everybody heard it. And then when everybody sensed… You know, when the, po- the police got there… You know, everyone came out of their houses. We, everybody yeah. had flashlights. It was a neighborhood thing. Yeah. You know, and everybody looked out for each other. And even like… We weren't the only kids who were awake. Everybody was awake. Yeah. And everybody searched the playground. Nothing.
0: And everybody like heard it coming from the same general direction. Exactly
1: because you know we were sort of in the houses, sort of encircled the playground. Yeah. So that baby couldn't have possibly gotten that far. But the cries were so loud, and that's one thing that didn't make sense because by logic, if everybody heard the same like loud cry, that meant it should have been in the middle for everybody to hear it at the same level to wake everybody up. And mind you. We're talking about air-conditioned houses, yeah. houses that are closed, and mm. and the only thing that happens twenty-four hours is the the patrol, the, the patrol, the, the military patrol. Because yeah. again, it is a base, so there's nothing to be scared of in in when you're living on super base. safe. Yeah, you're super safe. So the concern was there was a baby that was lost or that was roaming around, and that's when my my mom first told me about. Um because we all went in at around four AM. Everybody was like, Well, oh. no one there's no baby crying now. Mm. And and
0: so when the police everybody came there, it stopped?
1: Yeah. Oh. And and the thing is, the thing that bothered everyone is it cried for two hours. Yeah. So it means it might have stopped because something it was had- wrong. Yeah, yeah, something bad happened. That's what was worrying everybody. No one was even thinking about the supernatural element. Yeah, and then when we all got back in, because it was a school day, and my my dad was like, "Fuck, how am I supposed to go to work?" And me and my sister, we were like, "Fuck, how do we go to school? We've mm. been up all night." Mm. And and my mom, she, you know, she made us hot cocoa and whatever, and mm. she said, you know, in the Philippines there is story about babies, <laughs> mama, oh, yeah. and whatever. So that's how I learned.
0: Thanks, mom.
1: <laughs> that's how I learned about Philippine lower mythology because something strange would happen. And then my mom would say, you know, back in the Philippines, uh,
0: we have these stories. We have,
1: there are stories of uh, whatever, of a baby crying, of a woman in white, because we saw all of that. We, we experienced a lot of that in Okinawa, which is weird that's why i was i was convinced that you know you know how every country has its own culture every country has its own yeah. but the similarities like the Across lady the and board. white yeah and and the the crying baby and i was like that's amazing that's yeah so and each country i mean it's easy to say oh they uh, this guy's crazy or whatever yeah. but does that mean that every country… Probably every country has a crazy guy. But the details <laughs> and, and and the way the stories pan out… I was like… There are a lot of similarities. So yeah. I think this is a pretty universal thing. It's
0: like some kind of collective unconscious
1: situation. Exactly. exactly, or subconscious or something. So yeah. And a lot of it like really got worse when we moved back here. Worse. So yeah. Because… Um, you know, uh, I was terrified the the first few. You know, we, we land in the Philippines. The hot dogs are red. People talk <laughs> English funny. I was like, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> and, you know, in the evenings, uh, we lived. What was worse is when we moved back here uh, because my mom, my dad was retired. He wanted peace and quiet. Sure. So you get that in the province. So we right. moved to the province. Uh, mm. And, you know, it was so hard. Like… Uh, um, like the jeeps, local transport stopped at six PM, uh, where we moved to Obando Bulacan. and uh, we had no Seven Elevens. We didn't even have landlines. Our water came from the ground. Uh Porso. Yeah, probably in that talaga, like a uh, province living, and and you know, um, even you mga inuman, like uh, you mga tambay sa mm. sa would start drinking at six. They'd be done by nine. Really? So everyone was asleep by 10. Because people woke up really early. Like our, our local uh, bakery was, was open at 4 a.m. already. Yeah. So people slept early. And that terrified the shit out of me. Uh,
0: Quiet by 10. Complete silence. Yeah.
1: So the first month, I'm like, oh, fuck. What's going to happen? And, you know, there was so much story surrounding the house. We were… we Our house was built on uh uh at the back of our house yung, there were only two things fish like really big fish ponds uh mga yeah. and and just like like vegetation nothing
0: mm.
1: we we, like fields. we and we were at the end of of uh, of, a, of an inside yung eskinita yeah. we we're the end talaga wala na. wala bahay, everything it was open and uh i remember the very first month we were there and and dami ka agad na, like one time because my dad's again, he's a military guy. These guys are up at 3 a.m. Yeah. And they follow a strict schedule. Yeah. So my dad, nasane na secure, so Okinawa. at 3 a.m. you could go outside the house, nothing will happen. Sure. So my dad, he wanted to skip, stick to his schedule at 3 a.m. He tends to the garden and then mm. he does his exercises or mm. whatever. Uh one one time, the first week we were there, uh, and this is my dad talking, my dad. He's he's a military guy. He's mm. he's as tough as they come.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he was like, The strangest thing happened to me this morning. And, and my mom was like, Oh, okay. Oh, this is over breakfast. It's around six AM. Um, my dad was like, At around four AM, I was walking around the house. I was cleaning the garden and whatever, and I could feel something was following me.
0: Around the garden?
1: Around the garden. Like he was he was doing he was tending to the everyday, whatever. Hmm. And when he turned back, my dad is like uh, six foot two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When he turned around, he was staring into the face of a chicken. A chicken? A chicken as tall as he was. What? And he was like, I don't know what that is. But that's either the biggest, <laughs> the chicken biggest fucking I've, chicken I've, I've ever seen. seen or, you know. The, and and he was and, and my mom was like what did the, the chicken do and my dad was like i swear he was staring straight into my eyes and he was just looking at me and my dad and my mom because there was a well that's when we found out the story there was a well in front of the house apparently the story is during the japanese occupation of manila apparently they hid some whatever uh they hid something uh, down in the, the well. well probably maybe Gold or whatever it is, and yeah. apparently, like our neighbors said, may mga nagbabanta sa well na because our neighbors were saying, "Oh, your dad saw the chicken,
0: the chicken,"
1: and and they knew what my dad was talking about, what? and they were like, "Sometimes it's not a chicken, sometimes it's the uh, Saint Elmo's fire, the yung San Telmo. San Telmo. The, the, They say in the evenings, you know, we'd look over at your house and near where the well was, which was covered up now, yeah. They'd see, like, small balls of fire, like, rolling around the house. And they were like, swear Swear uh, Like, they
0: said it was lucky?
1: It was a sign of luck. And they were like, May siguro na nakabaon dun sa balon and whatever. And and they were like, You know, as long as they don't harm you, I think they're… Gu- we think they're guarding your house. Okay. And they were like, Ginugulo ba kayo? or whatever. And my dad was like, Not really. It's just that I'm having a hard time processing a six-foot fucking chicken. <laughs> And… <laughs> but… Fair uh, enough, Tito. Yeah. And I was like… So that would happen. Um, there was another night. We were all… Uh, we were all awakened by the sound of like… Really, really hard… Like a really hard series of thuds on our on our roof. Okay. And then… It was the first time I saw my dad panic. And
0: your roof is like… Made of like… You know… yeah. It was a
1: pretty… Yeah. Pretty modern… Modern house. Yeah. yeah. Um And you know uh, We didn't live Like look It wasn't a fucking shanty I mean Yay. It was fortified my, Again my dad was in the military He he had a frame of He had a certain way Of wanting things So our house was secure But We'd hear it And it was getting louder And louder And then uh, I remember it Because it was the first time I saw my dad panic hmm. And then He he woke everybody up And he was like Everybody gather In the living room Okay and then it was the first time I didn't even know my dad bit, but I figured I always sort of knew, but I never saw it. But it was the first time I, da- I saw my dad pull out his his it, guns, yeah, his his firearms because he'd never, he never he wasn't a fan of firearms to begin with. But I guess being in the military, he had you amassed a sort of it. collection, yeah. So he he brought out the gun, and we all looked at the time, and it was it was like one thirty in the morning. Okay and then my dad instructed my mom uh i remember he told my mom in a panic voice indiamu lahat ng ilaw and my mom to turn on
0: all the lights
1: even the ones outside and my dad was if you turn on all the lights we'll know where it is jesus because you know the shadow or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and then it got louder and louder and then my mom was like basta whatever happens no one opens any doors as long as it's outside. Uh. And then my dad was like, so we just we were awake and my dad was like, hey, you guys want something to eat because again, mm. he's trying to calm us down as mm. well. He doesn't want to cause any panic. This was a time we had no landline, we had no communication.
0: But he was visibly shaking. But he still. was he
1: was shaken. It, it was like a military panic, you mm. know, when he when he's up when someone's about to pull High the trigger. Alert. Yeah, he wasn't scared, but he was alert.
0: Yeah.
1: And then my dad was like, yeah, Moshe. And then that's when I realized uh, a few minutes late, a few moments later, my mom went to the… Because the kitchen was near the living room area. And that's when I saw it. My mom went for the salt and the garlic. What?
0: Okay, okay, okay. So,
1: and I was like, yeah, I've heard enough stories to know what you're preparing those for. for. Yeah. And uh, it didn't bother us too long. It, uh, I think the whole thing happened like maybe in on our… Mm-hmm. Counting maybe 30 minutes when we were all awake and inside the we were all in the living room. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, um, after about a few minutes, a few more minutes, all we heard was the sound of wings. Wings flying away.
0: Wow.
1: Getting getting softer and softer until we couldn't hear it anymore. And and that was the first time. It wasn't a catchphrase then, but it was the first time my dad quipped and joked. It was like, yep. We're in the Philip. We're back in the Philippines. <laughs> it wasn't a thing yet, but yeah, welcome to the Philippines, motherfuckers. <laughs> we never saw it. We never found out what it was, but we told the neighbors about it. And this time, you know, being in the Philippines, our neighbors were pretty close to our house. Yeah. So what we heard, they probably would have heard. Yeah. And our neighbors, um, you know, not in a detrimental way, but they had, you know, sim. There's the structures of their houses were a lot simpler, like okay. like purely not yeah. too much cement. Yeah. So, so Wooden. we were we were confident they heard what we heard. Sure. And then the next day, you know, the, you know, story started pouring in, and they were like, you know, uh, at four a.m. Y- like the bakery, yeah, uh, it
0: opens at four. It right? opens
1: at four, but you know, you can arrange for them to bring you your bread if you want. You can have it delivered to your house basta malapit. Mm. May will make boy and whatever. Mm. And then the boy was like, you know why we stopped delivering to your house? Cheese, Because sometimes when we'd be on the way, na sila ng skinita, they were like, you know, we'd actually see things moving around your house.
0: Around your house, inside like the house. Like the
1: perimeter of the house. Oh, around the house. The house. Yeah, around the house. And, and, you know, stories. And then, kumalat na, you know, it's a small town. That haunted house. Uh, look at that house. Uh, that's where the D zone, that's where they live. Yeah. Uh, there was one time uh, me wake sa tabing bahay. And then, uh, you know, uh, early in the morning, like 3 a.m., the, uh, you mga lasing from the wake, like the drunk guys mm. who, were, who were manning the wake. They were knocking on our door furiously. And they were like, uh, Pwedeng makidaan. They wanted to pass. Through They the wanted house? to enter the gate of our house to pass through to get access to the back of our house. Which was again a fish pond. Okay. And they were like, Nakita namin. All they said was, We saw it. It was a woman. And it was flying. And it landed behind your house. Ah. And they were like, And they, you know, The whole movie thing. They had… Um well they didn't have torches, they had flashlights. <laughs> but they had like uh, you know, bamboo, you like know, sharpened poles bamboo stuff. poles, uh, And they were like Naglanding. They were like, We're sorry to bother you, but we need access to get there. To get Dun sa likod niyo. because we were the only way you could get to the fish pond. We had that access that uh uh-huh. so and and my dad was like, Well, yeah, there were like five guys, and my dad was like, you could argue they're, they're all drunk because, yeah. yeah, but then my dad was like, But you know, five guys, and, and, my and dad you knew was, them, yeah, we knew them, they were our neighbors, and plus they weren't asking for anything, just they just wanted access.
0: Okay,
1: and my dad was like, It'd be a pretty different thing if they were like, Oh, we need access, we're here to hunt down whatever is at the back of your house, and you need to pay us. That's a different story, yeah, but yeah, yeah. all they wanted was access, and they were like. So it became like sort of a fact of life. And mind you, this was like eighty-nine, ninety one, ninety two. There were seven elevens in the country already. Like yeah. there were parts of the country, especially in Manila, that were twenty four hours now. And, yeah. and I was like, Holy fuck, this sh- shit still happens and it is isn't like isn't it crowded already? <laughs> like and, this but is my, bulahan. Yeah, and that's what my mom said. It's still the province and You know, she'd always scare me. Imagine like more and more people are moving into our neighborhood. Where do they go? Right. And my mom was like, if if you take somebody's land or if you take someone's dwelling place, whoever or whatever is going to get pissed off. And my mom was like, think about that. (laughs) Because it was happening on a very regular basis. That's why I was sort of convinced that is this land uh, that we, you know, is it cursed? Is it whatever? Or there would be nights when I was already in college. There would be nights like, you know, in the middle of the night, you got to use the bathroom or you got to get a drink of water. There'd be nights on the way back to my room. I'd literally, what? like, we'd literally stop in our tracks. Me, a talaga ako. And What? It's nothing solid, but you know it's there. You know, shadow people, like, like you could trace out the form, you just can't see the face or there are no details, but we'd literally like a door, and then the funny thing, thinking about it now, it's funny because sabay din not come it's like,
0: oh like sorry,
1: excuse me yeah, and he wasn't whatever that was wasn't also expecting to come across me, and you know it's like purely accidental stuff, like I'd shut off the t v you know, those old school TVs.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd shut off the TV. Uh, I'd be sitting in front of the TV on a couch. I'd shut off the TV. And then in the reflection, I'd see something yes. here. And it wasn't trying to scare me. Because as soon as I'd see it, it'd disappear. And I was like, yeah, it's it doesn't mean harm. But it, it's I like guess it. whatever it is, it also gets careless. Because like, uh, oops, like, oops uh, whatever. I stepped
0: into that plane again. Uh, yeah,
1: so… So, you know, we were never, we never felt threatened, but it was just amazing how, and then, you know, I'd go back to sleep, of course, and then I'd forget about it because you had school the next day, whatever. But then during the weekend, we'd be having dinner and I was like, you know what, the other night, this whatever happened to me. And then my sister would say, you know what happened to me? Uh, that's the same thing happened to me. Uh, when, when I, you know, like see I ako and whatever, like, uh, in the case of my sister, she she closed the door, but again, you could see any light and whatever, and she could see like something was moving outside the door. Right. Like, when you and, see
0: someone pass through the
1: light, exactly. So, there were a lot of stories like that uh, to the point where in college, I tell my buddies, like, like, this is like 1990. 1998-99 and again, this is like pretty modern. It was pretty modern times. I, I remember I had a batchmate because you know I tell these stories during Inuma and whatever you know, you know, just yeah. you know, it's bullshitting and whatever. And I was like, I really saw it, and he didn't believe me that he actually challenged me. Okay. He was like, all right, tonight I'm sleeping at your place. Sure. I was like, I don't fucking care. Go ahead. you are be my guest. I rarely get guests. And, you know, my mom's going to be thrilled, that, <laughs> you know, and, and making friends and whatever. So he sleeps at my house. And as, you know, strange, immediately, as if on cue, shit starts happening. We get to my house at around seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Um, I leave him in. We we had a library where, where it was library slash computer room.
0: Yeah,
1: and so I was. My mom was preparing dinner, and my mom was like, "Help me with this. Help me set the table, whatever." So I left my friend uh, in the computer room, and our house wasn't air conditioned. We were in the province; it was cold. Uh, you know, an electric fan was okay, and he comes running out of the computer room, and he was like. Dude, is someone playing a trick on me? And I was like, "Who, who's, who's that someone?" There's just four of us here in the house: my mom, my sister, my dad, and we were all about to have dinner. And he was like, while he says, while he was at the computer, and you know, he was dicking around. It wasn't. Re- I think he was digging around with Encarta. It wasn't even Encarta. Wow. You know, it wasn't even the internet back then. It was just games and whatever. Um, to the, to his left, there was an open window. And he said someone was uh, trying to get his attention. Like, so me said, um, psst, psst, psst. "You're not getting a window." And when he looked, all he said was, "The eyes were red." Yeah. And I was like, "That that's not possible because the window was about twelve feet from the ground." I was like, "That must have been one really big motherfucker." Maybe it was the chicken, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> He, he's shaken, but he was like, he's sort of still convinced that I'm playing, you know, because um, he was like, no, no, you planned this way. You're, you're
0: shitting with me. Yeah. You told me scary stories about your house.
1: Exactly. So I was like, well, you know what, dude, believe believe what you want. I'm I'm hungry. I just want to have dinner. <laughs> so we have dinner. We sleep again. It's pulakan. It's bundle. You're supposed to be in bed by nine, ten. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, even if you have friends over, you and your friends, you have to be asleep by ten. It's just the, the rules way it of the is house. Here. So, so we sleep around 1 a.m. Uh, we sleep in my room and we just sleep on the floor or whatever. Mm. Around 1 a.m., this guy's waking me up. And uh, he's like, um, I got to go home. What? And I was like, dude, it's 1 a.m.
0: How are and you going to go home? Go
1: back to sleep. And it was like, no, I really got to go home. And I was like, dude, um, he, was, he was starting to be loud and whatever. It actually woke my mom. My mom was like, did I tell you guys to sleep?
0: Yeah.
1: And he was like, and he was apologizing to my mom. Sorry po, tita. Pero I just really want to go home. He, ulit ulit lang siya, Over and over again. Okay. I want And I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, and I knew it. I was like, yeah, I, I knew something was up. And my mom also knew it. So my mom uh sat with us in, in my room. And she was like, ano ba, ano ba nangyari? Okay. And um first of, uh, it was a series of events. First, The first time, um, na siya. Okay. he had a dream, and then he said, in his dream, we did the same exact thing, we had dinner, okay. but, he wanted, he wanted to go home after dinner, nine, so this was the dream, and he was high-fiving me, whatever, and then, I pointed to the street, our skinnita, and I was like, ka muna sa kanila. what? this was inside the, this was the dream, uh, uh and then when he looked out into the street, like all manner of creatures though, they were there.
0: Oh my god. Like gosh. all
1: smiling at him. And then when he looked back at me, I was smiling back at him and I was transforming into this whatever. So that was the dream. It was so disturbing though. And I was like, and my mom was Trying to rationalize it as well. He was like, you know why? Because you came here with Looking a motive. Looking for
0: them.
1: I know. And you know, it's in your brain. And that's what… You're scaring yourself. And my mom was like, look, uh, I can't allow you to go home. Yeah. It's 2 a.m. Sabi said I'd rather you you spend the night with fucking ghosts and whatnot. You don't know what's out there. Baka may mga Baka You know, like the people who will do harm. Yeah. So my mom was like, I can't allow you. So I was, my mom even offered, uh, do you want me to leave the light on? Uh-huh. Uh, and my mom was like, Do you do you want to sleep in our room? Which, wow. no no, no my my mom and dad's room. And they were like, you know, you just sleep, but you gotta be quiet to say, you know, uh, Joey's dad is sleeping. And, and I was like, Look, we're safe. We're inside. Nothing's gonna happen inside. So he was like, Okay, okay, I'll try so I just try to go to sleep. And and to to calm him down. My mom actually stayed in the room. And, and my mom, she just found something to do. And I, I found something to do. I was like, I was reading a book or some shit. I was like, you go ahead. You sleep. I'll wait for you to fall asleep. So, okay. so my buddy falls asleep. My mom goes back to her room. And I'm still sleepy. So I turn off the lights. This is college, right? This is college. we so you're adults. We're adults. So so that happened around one thirty a.m. We fall asleep at 4 a.m. Here's my buddy again waking me up. It was like, look, it's four AM. It's early enough. Bukas na yung. Sabi niya, Didn't you tell me na yung panaderia. the bakery bukas na ng four? So that should be okay. I was like, dude, the thing is the, the walk from our house to yung panaderia, it's I think if someone really wants to do harm, it's a long walk. Mm. Sabi because uh we were also having it was the beginnings of problems with drugs in the neighborhood mm. and whatnot. And Sabika, look, my mom's not going to let you. Sabika, dude, 4 a.m. is no different from 6 a.m. Just wait for 6 a.m. Stay up. Yeah, Sabika, let's let's just let's just wait for it. And then he was really shaken. And he was like, I really want to go home. And he was like, this is the, the first time he said that I'm never coming back to this house. Wow. I was like, what happened? And then he was like, as soon as you fell asleep, he woke up now. And there was knocking on the window. Okay. So, window. And then it was persistent. It didn't stop. And he felt that it was getting louder. And he was like, I'm surprised it didn't wake you. It was really loud, though. And then when he had the courage to look at the window, though, he saw, he saw an old woman though, smiling at him from the window, which was again 12 feet from the ground.
0: Definitely
1: ko, not the chicken. <laughs> so, so yeah. So what happened was we 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 were a wreck, like we're sleepless <laughs> and whatever. So what happened was, um, we just waited till six a.m. and at six a.m. he kept his word. And my mom was like, "Oh, uh, I cooked." My mom woke up at five. She cooked breakfast and whatever. And my friend didn't want. He just wanted to. leave. I want out. So he didn't have breakfast. He didn't have whatever. And then sa because sa din cheap and. It was the last time my friend teased me about the story I would tell him. And the house. He never mentioned it ever again. He never… We're still friends now. Uh, but he never mentions it. And one time I was trying to say… Hey, remember that time you went over to my house? You sleeping, and You were fucking scared. And he was like, I don't want to talk about
0: it. Right.
1: And, and I was like, okay. Uh, I can respect that. Yeah. So at
0: the moment he saw the old lady… He started waking you up and was like… Again,
1: yeah. That was 4 a.m. And I was like and I was like you know you know what your problem is I was just telling you stories you didn't have to be a dick about it and 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 and, and I was like what were you thinking in your mind and in his mind because the first thing I forgot to, to say as soon as he arrived at our house okay he 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 says in a loud voice okay. oh na sana yung mga so I was like okay that, well you know that's what you get man I mean you were looking for it you found it and the thing is that the strangest thing the entire time he was there, I didn't see anything. <laughs> and I was like, you know why? Because Excuse I don't want to see it. We yeah. busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Plus, uh, it, it's not like even though I was never curious about it because, again, I was terrified of it. So even though I felt sometimes there were times that I, there was this one time we were watching the news. Me, my dad, my sister, my mom were watching the news. Again, the windows there, the TVs in front. It's still a little light outside. It's like five thirty in the afternoon, so mm-hmm. it's palubuk palang yung araw. And we see it at the same time. Big fucking figure passes through the window in slow motion, like really slow. And it was—I could imagine how he looked. Like it must have been really funny. Sabay sabay kaming gumanon, sinundan It was really slow. It was the figure of a dude, like head, arms, side view, whatever. But then we realized, fuck, the house is twelve feet off the ground. That's impossible.
0: <laughs> the house, sorry, the house is the, twelve well, feet off the, the ground. The window
1: is twelve feet off from the base of the ground. So if you were standing outside, impossible Like, uh, so it was like
0: an elevated house.
1: It was an elevated house whatever. So super elevated, impossible. But the head of the figure that we saw was almost at the, the at the edge of the window. The What's up with part
0: tall things in your house, man, or around your house? Tall chickens, tall ladies. It was funny
1: because I called that ghost Kareem Abdul Jabbar or something. (laughs) I was like, Jabbar's at it again. uh,
0: Just to sort of make light of it. And And the the
1: freaky shit was it was happening when, you know, not all the freaky stuff happened when, like, during the evening. Some of it happened, like,
0: broad daylight. My my
1: doppelganger, they saw my dog. Excuse me. What? I had a doppelganger. It was one time in college. My mom actually had to call. Call uh, there, were, there, were, there weren't any cell phones yet. Uh, so she had to call like
0: uh, the faculty.
1: Um, apparently, I was at the gate. Uh, she knew I was in class. She knew for a fact that I was in class. And um, she calls me and then through the faculty phone. Like, and then they, they tracked me down. And she was like, where are you? And I was like, at school. And she was like, okay, whatever you do, stay in school. And then right after school, go back. I was living in an apartment in, in, near España. Okay. and She was like, whatever you do after your class, just go straight home. So do España. To, to just trust me on this. Nah, nah. And I was like, why? And then in the background, I could hear my sister. There was commotion. My dog was like really angry. And I could hear the sound of the gate. Uh, there was tapping on the gate.
0: Mm. And then my
1: mom was like, you know what's happening? We're looking at you right now. You're at the gate. What? and the dog is freaking out galit na galit daw yeah so uh, my, my and then I could hear my sister na nakalabas yung panel ni shishi my dog was that was his name shishi
0: growling and everything and,
1: and the weird thing is all i all i was saying though at the gate was mommy paki buksat yung gate okay papasok ako but the weird thing was Anyone could have entered our gate. We didn't have like blocks or whatever. All we had was that bar that you could just slide on for yourself. So I never asked anybody to open the gate for me. I just opened it myself. And my mom knew immediately that something was wrong. And she was like, That's not you. And my mom was on the phone with me. She was like, I'm looking at you right now. You're at the gate.
0: Like she could see your face. Like and she could everything. see my face. And I
1: was talking. And the dog knew that the dog was like super, super aggro. And yeah, my mom was like, go home. Listen, if Sabina, listen to me this time. Because she was like, "Um, I don't know what it is. You know know how they say that the soul wanders whenever there's a near death or an, an accident's waiting to happen. Or she was like, maybe it's a doppelganger. Apparently, which started the tradition in, you know, even in depressed areas. Wherein, even if you don't have like a physical cross, you they paint crosses on their doors. Apparently, it's to ward off spirits like that because uh, the 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 folklore behind it is there are spirits who wander, who imitate who you are, and if you let them in their house, they end up killing the people inside the Jeez. house. So that's where that tradition of painting crosses, even if it if your house was like made of 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 yellow or whatever. You'd always just remember to paint a cross in front of the house. That was sort of like the folklore in our place that if you let those things in, they will do harm. And my mom was like, my mom was freaking out. She was like, and your sister saw it too. My sister saw it too. My dog saw it too. And my dog was super, super, super aggro. And and my dog's like was the nicest dog. Like he never got mad. He mm. was. But my sister was like, wow, he's showing all his fangs, and he's. He's pulling on his chain. They thought he was going to pull the window out because his chain was attached to one of the windows. And my sister was like, whatever the dog saw, he didn't like it. Mm. He was super mad at it. And then, so I decided for once, you know, I decided to take my mom's advice. I went home. And in the evening, for some weird reason, like late in the evening, I got a call from her the next day again. During the late hours of the evening, the chandelier in the house fell on my mom's. Almost fell on my mom's face, why? because uh, she was sleeping on the couch and it missed her face by a few inches Jesus, and that chandelier that that was that was up like it like like I said like they they spent their entire lives in the states, like yeah, they built a pretty solid house, and for that chandelier to just drop, I was like, and my mom was like this this stuff isn't natural anymore and whatever so that that figure that was you or not you never bothered us again but it was there for Wait. my mom was like she was uh, i think the next day when she called me she was like you were there for a good 20 25 minutes and then it left it just disappeared the dog stopped barking because when they realized it wasn't me they,
0: they didn't want like to look ignore. at it
1: yeah they didn't want to look at it and my sister was like she was just worried about the dog Right. because my sister also didn't want the dog to approach it or whatever whatever it was
0: like if it had gotten loose or yeah
1: so my sister was from the window she opened part of the screen and then she was just hanging onto the chain so they weren't really looking directly at whatever it was was at the gate so so that was the i guess to date that was one of the freakiest things that it, that's, that's ever happened to really us really
0: freaky and i'm like they had their presence of mind yeah. about them
1: and it was lunchtime
0: it was lunchtime. Yeah,
1: yeah, it didn't happen in the evening. It was lunchtime. Because I was still at school when it happened.
0: Jeez. So
1: and I remember thinking to myself, this is getting out of hand. I mean, you can you guys can fucking have the evening if you want, the early morning, but don't fucking take lunchtime, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to do shit. <laughs> when is it safe for me to go <laughs> out? Yeah, exactly. So so, yeah, yeah freaky shit like that there theres There's a lot of stories that I'm forgetting now, but you know there's a shitload of them, like I said, I was like the resident uh ghost storyteller when mm-hmm. during countless enomans in college. maybe whatnot. we'll
0: have a part two for you, Joey, because I feel like there's so much more there's so much more <laughs>
1: uh, Unfortunately now um well we we moved um and that was my same worry. Like like uh when Undoi happened, you know, the, the, the house got wrecked and not it's not livable. But we, we did we did have we do have a few caretakers who live there. Uh and you know, they, they, we get a kick out of the stories they share. So they uh, still
0: have stories to share about. Oh yeah, that and house. the house,
1: like if it if it was like twelve feet elevated from the rest of the now it's just like uh, it's like half of the, the house is like submerged in mud and whatever. Oh. And so it's it's totally wrecked. But you know, um, our caretakers, they lost their house. And mm. so we made a deal. They were like, you, I can live say, here. you can live in our house. Just take care of it. Clean it every now and then. Uh, we're not expecting you to restore it.
0: Mm. But
1: you know, just clean it. And then we, we still have a few uh, like uh, precious belongings over there that we can't really transport back here. Mm -hmm. Like I left all my shit there Mm -hmm. out of fear that I might take some of my old toys and then something might be attached to that toy. So I was like, I'm not bringing that to the new fucking house. I'll just leave it there and try to forget about it in the meantime. So so that was the deal. And then, you know, we'd get late night calls. uh, Now that, you know, it's uh, like, uh, it it was pretty wild. Like I remember in 2017, we got like a call at 1 a.m., uh, and and it was the landlord, Magasawa, the husband and wife. They had three kids. And they were like, of the we're really sorry. In the house? Yeah, yeah, we're really sorry. We just, we got to leave this house. And oh we were like, well, what happened? Apparently, they were sleeping. Uh, it started out though, uh, the, the first manifestations though, according to them, this is their story. I'm not saying it's true. It's just their story. Um, they'd all sleep. They all took rooms each. But then they couldn't sleep. Okay, and then especially the kids, they 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 claimed to hear stuff. Um, someone was whispering into the ear of one of the kids, like all sorts of whatever. What the so they hell? all after, when that started happening, they all decided to just sleep in the living room. Nata, Beta, Besila in the living room, and then whenever they'd sleep, like early in the morning, two, three a.m., it'd be like there was a stampede inside my room.
0: Okay, like it
1: sounded like. Well, I remember the caretaker describing it. It sounded like a hundred people fighting inside my room. And they were like... you know, we were like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a weird fucking house. And, you know... I mean, we we told you the... Because we did tell them. They were okay. like... Because I was like... You know, it, it is a weird house. Uh, and I don't like it. Ever since Ondoy happened, I've, I never went back. Right. I was terrified of that house. That's why I got an apartment when I was in college. I was like... I can't go out drinking with my buddies and go home at two a.m. to the fucking house. And I was like, I have a heart attack. So that's why I got an apartment. When aside sure. from the fact that it was hard commuting from UST to Bulacan. but that played a big part. I was like, I don't want to be here at three a.m. walking around my ha- my fucking haunted house. And so, so that happened. But then it got progressively worse. Like um, one time they were all sleeping, and the youngest. Started, uh, started shouting, crying, and whatever, panicking. So they all woke up. And according to the landlord, they literally saw his foot was in the air. The, as the youngest if, child. As if, and he moved a few feet as if being dragged by an unseen. This is what my landlord said. I'm not saying it's true, but it's what my landlord said. And he said, I saw my son get dragged a few feet in front of me. And that's when it started not to be okay, like anymore. Like this yeah, is not so what happened was uh we told the landlord, okay, you don't have to sleep there. Uh, you know, just fix it. And then, you know, when when it's the afternoon but before sundown, you could just leave it. Nah. Mm-hmm. And my landlord, it was pretty funny because my landlord was like, No one's gonna fucking rob this house. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'd like to see the
0: The guy who tries to fucking
1: try and rob this house, but
0: that's weird because like it seems to be a lot more persistent and violent with them, or at least like
1: yeah, or or at least or maybe they just because one thing that my mom taught us growing up with all these weird things happening is uh, acknowledge them, yeah, don't be afraid of them, but acknowledge them. Like like uh my mom's like a little religious. So whenever just weird things would happen, she'd close her eyes, take a few seconds, say a prayer, and it'd stop. It was, it was they were just making their presence felt like like being dragged a few free to the floor. I was like, you must have been ignoring them. Or right. or you must have not been acknowledging them somehow. And and the funny thing is, last year, uh late last year, around uh, the Burr months, I finally went back.
0: To house. that, to that
1: specific house. Yeah, to the house. I was like, yeah, I gotta look for some uh, because you know I, I collect toys, and I was like, I had that toy, but fuck, it's in the old house. So I actually went there. I made Alone? sure it was super early. The, the well, the caretakers never left. The, the husband and wife never left. It was the kids who left.
0: Sure.
1: Because again, they were homeless. Yeah. They didn't have enough money to to build a new house, so they were like, okay, you stay with your friends, you stay with your tita, but me, but me and him and the wife. This is what we got. Yeah, this is what we have. And even though it's submerged, half of it's submerged, it's still a pretty big fucking house. So they were like, it's still good, better than nothing.
0: Mm. So
1: I went there. I made sure I went there. I think I went there at 10 a.m. I was like, yeah, fucking nothing's going to get me at 10 (laughs) a.m. Like, fuck all of you you and whatever. I remember going to the house and the vibe was just super off. Welcome I was like, home, Joey. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, oh damn, whatever it is, like it it didn't feel like it did. The, the awkwardness wasn't there. You know, when you haven't been into your house in like a decade or so, the awkwardness wasn't there. It right. felt like my house, and I was like, yeah, the vibe is there. This is this is. This is it. So, just to be safe, I remember what I did was nagpagpagaho. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But what I did was before going home to my house or my condo here in Ortega, did you go to a pur- 7 <laughs> Eleven? No, I purposely went to one of my old uh, high school friends' house. Oh, thanks. That guy who I didn't like that much. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: and,
1: I, and it was under the guy said, Hey, I was in the neighborhood, just wanted to say hi. But I was thinking to myself, Fuck you now, you got to deal with whatever it is. <laughs> <That's> so. <mean. laughs> so but, you know I haven't heard any stories from him, so I guess Nina Manik hitch, but I think more than the house it was the 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 area the the land probably i mean I don't really blame the house and uh and I remember like looking back now, like telling all these stories and whatnot when we were living in that house, we were at each other's throats we were we we just wanted to kill each other like we were fighting over the simplest things and there was so much negativity around the house and when you moved into this new house Mm. of course that was one of my first worries like fuck dude we get another fucking haunted house (laughs) but then you know um, when we moved in here everything's been chill like okay like no one's everyone's a little more patient Uh, we we actually talk about some issues now uh, and you know we actually have our own timeouts like like if i'm in a bad in a rotten mood i'd go to the garden i'd cool off mm. but when we were in that house we were really at each other so it's like looking back now i think it had something to do with it like living in that space house in land that space
0: area. the thing
1: is it was built uh, it was brand new when we moved in we had it built mm. but i i was like it's probably the land number mm. one whatever was there got disturbed uh like like that well that they they covered up because a lot of people were convincing my mom don't cover up the well, don't uh, or don't at least don't fuck with your surroundings and whatnot. But my mom wanted it covered up because we were kids. Yeah, dangerous. Bath. It's dangerous. malaglag. Mm. And then it never got blessed. But my dad's like a super. He's a he's a he's a Catholic, like a diehard Catholic. So. We had religious figures everywhere, like in each room. We had a grotto in the garden and whatever. But I think I just think that um, we weren't welcome in that place, uh, and and it it really showed. Like mm. like the fights were really violent and and whatnot, like between family members, mm. and we'd fight over the stupidest shit. There was so much unrest, and I was like, yeah, it's probably. So yeah. The, um, I'm really it, glad
0: you moved out of that space. Yeah, yeah. yeah, For everyone involved. I'm
1: thinking about doing tours there now. Char- <laughs> charging money for it.
0: <laughs> you could do that. You could do that. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks so much for joining us today, Joey. Um, if you're down, we could have a part two. Let's see how people like this episode. But um, is there anything you'd like to share with all the people? What are um, you up to these
1: days? Uh, these days, uh, I play guitar for a band called Alex in Wonderland. You could, uh listen to us. Uh, we're coming out with a music video pretty soon. Um, tune in every Saturday on Jam 88.3. We have a show called Adults Only Radio. It's glam rock stuff. It's old people stuff. <laughs> so it's glam rock, grunge, alternative, post-glam, AOR. It's every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. I co-host it with Benny and uh, Edsel. And uh also the podcast, which is also housed by Big Baby Manila, kill the lights uh, everything dark uh, on the fringes uh horror, whatever we like to watch horror movies and talk about it and uh, yeah we're we 're into exploring dark culture, dark underground culture, so if that 's your thing, kill the lights p h uh, you can listen to us everywhere, basically. Everywhere. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes, whatever the fuck you want to listen to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of stuff. Uh, Yeah, just follow us on Facebook and uh, on Instagram. Uh, I do have an Instagram account. It's JoeyDZone23. So, yeah basically it super cool thanks so much for your time joey if you want more stories just send money over to big baby (laughs) (laughs) It's a thousand bucks per story so Uh, just kidding but yeah there are many other stories so yeah hit us up if you want to hear more of them
0: awesome thanks we'll talk to you guys soon Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is recorded at Big Baby Studios. Check back next week for another episode. In the meantime, have a spooky day.